0: Oh, Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
2: Good morning, OKN. Justin Kazepis. It is now seven oh six on the dot, baby. You know, they've been lying to us for a long time. They've been lying to us for a long time, but last night, I I, I don't know why it took me 33 years to figure this out. I, we're at home, Demi's asking me a question. Hey, what, is, is August 31 days? And I and I start doing my song. 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. All others are 31, except for February, because it's weird. And, and I realized though, July just had 31 days. August now has 31 days. Back-to-back months with 31 days. What is going on? What, when did that happen? I feel like I've been lied to my entire childhood education. Look, I can accept February being weird, okay? Doesn't make sense. Don't know why they chose February. I mean, I guess maybe to make the winter shorter. Puxatani Phil probably had something to do with that. I don't know. Lobbyism. But now, back-to-back months of 31 days, what is this world coming to? We've lost our minds. Somebody help me out here. 844-STUDIO-4. You can always join the conversation. Deep thought, analytical, full-spectrum knowledge. That's what we do here. Top-notch journalism. At Good Morning LKN, I'm baffled. Bill, help me out here. Am, am I am I off basis on this? No, not at all, not at all. I mean, what what are these lies that have been fed to us through all the years? That every other month it switches. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to make sense of it myself, my friend. Have you ever stopped to think about? Wait a second, 31, 31. Right. It doesn't make sense.
3: They just got me with that. 31 days is just enough, long enough for me to forget that last month had 31 days. So. I guess it's better that it's warmer days. Is that what I should be grateful for at least? Like, right, that's what I'm, I mean, I'm a big pull the positive guy. Yeah. yeah. And this is uh, yeah a little bit longer summer maybe.
2: I don't know if I can let it go. It's definitely I, disturbing. What definitely I jump disturbing. to in my mind, indicted! <laughs> I just jump right to it. You know, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's throw some indictments around on this. Who's responsible? Who's responsible for this? I need to know. We need names. 844-STUDIO-4. Fun day ahead of us. We've got Mayor Melinda Bales of Huntersville joining us via phone. I'm a big fan of the old school radio phone style conversations. I love it. Absolutely love it. We do video. We do a lot of live streaming on our video. WSICnews.com. All the social platforms. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. uh, Oh, wait. No, excuse me. X. X. I got to get better at that. LinkedIn. Uh, we, we're out here, people, most local content that you'll find in the area. There's no one doing more local content in the Lake Norman area than us. And so we're glad to have mayor Bales joining us here shortly. Going to talk about a few things. 150 years Huntersville is celebrating, you know, Mooresville is celebrating that, but also Huntersville. I wonder if like, you know, Dr. Huntersville and, and Dr. Mooresville were like brothers, you know, back in the day.
3: Right. Something like that. Someone was like, man, I'm actually going to call this a city like two weeks before Ronald Huntersville does.
2: Like were they were they like hiking together and then one said, okay, I'm going to stop here. The next said, okay, I'm going to go a little bit farther. <laughs> I'm going to go a
3: little further up.
2: <laughs> Just a little, like I need a little bit of space. Right. Because, you know, back in the day, like a little bit of space was like 100 acres. Sure. It wasn't like, hey, neighbor, you got some milk? Let me walk over without shoes and see what's going on. Right. It's not like that. The good old days. Right. So then when did like, you know, Dr. Cornelius and Dr. Davidson come into this too? You know, somewhere right in the middle, like, hey, I got a cousin coming into town. Mm, Check out this water. I'm going to give (laughs) you, I'm going to give him like 50 acres right in the middle. It's not, it's not that I don't like you and I need more separation, Dr. Mooresville or Dr. Huntersville. I just, I just, it's my cousin. What am I supposed to do? We need some buffers. You know, we had some kids. We got to bring the family in. It takes a Mm -hmm. village, right? You ever heard that saying? I have. I know it's 1805, but you know, what are you going to do? Right. I don't. I don't think 1805 is the accurate date, though. If I do 2023 minus 150, quick math in my head, 1873. Like s- 1873. Isn't United States only
3: like 1876 or something like no, that? No. Oh my gosh. No. Oh my gosh. 1492. I do not have a 1492.
2: Are we 1776? 1776. Yeah. We need some more education. I this guess. is a problem. Yeah. This is a problem. Joe Berg is out of town. But he says he might be calling in around 8:30. Okay. So we'll see if he's call He's in Long Island. He's on Long he's, Island. He's on the island. He's on Long Wait, Island. Wait, different island. He's on the island. I can't even do a new Why can't I do a New York act? There it is. It there came it back. Is. Ayo. Hey. Uh Friday it's Friday. Hey. Next Friday, we've got a food a food Friday special. Okay, who we got? So we hit up Havana 33. I had a little biz, biz lunch there. Uh, got the survey email from Havana 33. I said, it was delish. You guys gotta come on the radio and talk about it. Come to find out, I didn't know this, the Havana 33 crew owns multiple restaurants in the area. So they also own Juan Loco in Cornelius, banging quesadillas. And then Verde in Huntersville. They own another one. I got so excited on the phone call, I forgot even to ask what the fourth restaurant is. I think it's in Mooresville. It might be a new spot in Mooresville. I don't know, but we're going to ask when they come in next Friday for Food Friday. They're going to be joining us. I told them, bring the dish. Bring it all. I'm a little disappointed in Josh from Josh's Farmer's Market not bringing the produce in uh, but I'm telling that, you, man, it's up there waiting for us. I'm I'm going this weekend. I told you I'm going this weekend. I'm going to go to Josh's Farmer's Market. going to see what all this hype is about. I'm going to document it. I'm going to document it, Bill. I'm going to bring you a full report on Monday. Uh, you're not going because you're going out of town. Nat flew last night, made it safely to the, where did she fly into? Sarasota, is there she an airport? She flew
3: into Tampa.
2: Tampa? So a little bit further away than where we're going. What's uh, what's the drive from Tampa to destination?
3: Um, I think it's like an hour. Have you packed yet? No. No, no, no. You haven't packed
2: yet. No. You're leaving tonight. I'm just gonna throw some swim trunks. What time's the Sandals. flight? Uh, Eight fifty. Eight fifty. So approximately, are you going for the two hour rule in advance? I'm gonna try to go for the
3: two hour rule. Six
2: fifty. You're gonna be getting to the airport, and uh, you're checking. No. Not checking. Smart move. I, play it a little closer to the to the vest, then, man. Go thirty minutes out. See what happens. Ah. Uh peace eight, of mind you know get get to charlotte douglas at like eight friday night at charlotte douglas it's not like there's parties going on there
3: i don't know i think i might want to you know it's friday i might want to pay the for a nice 15 dollar beer <laughs> or chick-fil-a hey if i get chick-fil-a i'll be so they proud
2: have chick-fil-a of at charlotte douglas don't they oh yeah yeah they got chick and do they have burger king still they do have a burger king i love me some king have it your way bk baby
1: whopper 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 <laughs>
2: that's it yeah. that's the theme song right sorry, there. sorry that's free that's free free, for (laughs) you Berkey gonna have word of the day as usual every day gotta increase our knowledge word of the day is where Bill gives me a word and I've got to guess the definition he does give me clues I'm very grateful for that learning about different grammar points noun pronoun we haven't done a pronoun yet, I don't think, because that would be a specific person, place, or thing, right? Like yeah, that's no, like, I just gave you some amateur nouns. Yeah, that's okay. Adjective, adverb, also, still haven't figured out what that is. And uh, so I'm also going to try to put together a full sentence. Oh, boy. I mean, well, uh, daily I try to put together full sentences, but with all of the words of the day. Gonna have national holidays as well. We gotta always drop that. Some new stuff coming out. Oh, there's some news happening in the world. Uh, Yeah, I don't. that's good (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) we'll we'll talk about it later i i I don't want to i don't want to spark controversy that's a tease for everyone out there (laughs) i i just don't want to choose violence too early i'm already upset about july and august both having 31 days again i feel like i've been lied to my nursery rhyme doesn't feel as good it felt weird you know there's a little bit of gap on it
3: would you rather one of them have 32 and the other one have 30
2: Ooh, just to throw it off like which one would get the 32 though July 32. So hot, 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 hot 32. It's already the most popping month there is in the year, debatably. July pops off. Good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4. Hey, Bill, uh, who's that community calendar, girl? Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Bill's on the sticks getting ready for word of the day 718 but we got to get our traffic update we got to get our traffic update from our icats travel team they're on the streets every day icats where you can uh, get a ride around town if you're in Iredale county also heading to charlotte who we got on the phone today? is it jeff
0: yeah this is uh, jeff luxon good morning justin uh, traffic uh, 77 south and 77 north uh, from Statesville to Charlotte is running smoothly. Uh, so far this morning, I'm in Mooresville getting ready to, to head out uh, to Charlotte again, uh, but so far traffic is running smoothly.
2: Jeff, now let me ask you, when you say smoothly, is that because you guys get to, get to snag in the HOV lane and you're waving at a bunch of people driving past, or what?
0: Well, we do that, but uh, also the, the non-HOV lanes uh, were running smoothly. Usually on the second route that I go down to Charlotte, when you get to Lake Norman, it starts getting congested a little bit. I don't know if people are sightseeing at the lake or what, but uh, usually it's where it, it starts getting congested.
2: It is a beautiful view when you're driving on seventy seven and you get those bridges and you get to look out on it. Let me ask you, Jeff, what kind of jams are you are you rocking in the iCat's uh bus on your way on your way around town?
0: Well, I I, I listen to K Love, so okay. I, that's what I have planned.
2: Nothing wrong with that. Get, but, get your morning started there. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. All right, so Rod. Right. Yeah, what, go ahead.
0: I was gonna let you know that uh Uh, Your listeners know that uh, we have the Statesville Bloom and the Mooresville, Maine, that are dedicated runs. It's a dollar to ride. They'll take you shopping, groceries, uh, library, different places. Uh, That's one of the services we offer. Another one is on Tuesdays for veterans, uh, we pick them up at their home and take them to Salisbury to the VA. And uh, that's on Tuesdays. So if there's any veterans out there that need to get to the, to uh, a doctor appointment over at the VA in Salisbury, we do travel there on Tuesdays.
2: Okay, we'll we'll make a note of that. We'll we'll see what we can do to help help get that word out. We'll let uh, Purple Heart Homes crew knew, know that as well. That you guys do that, they can let the veterans that they partner with as well know. Uh, three bucks, right, to get to Charlotte from from Ardell County? Three bucks. To get to Charlotte. Yes, sir. That's a steal right there.
0: Uh, it's not bad. We have some uh, bankers from Mooresville that consistently run, and, and several other um, workers that that go from uh, Statesville to Charlotte that uh, are employed in Charlotte. So um, it. it it saves wear and tear on their vehicles, and you can't beat it for three bucks.
2: Jeff, let me ask you: when you when, how smooth of a ride is it? Like, is it is? Are we talking about like you know you're bouncing up and down in the bus, hitting the potholes, or, or is it a smooth ride all the way down to Charlotte?
0: it, it it's a smooth ride. I've got a 14 passenger uh, bus that I take down. It's got AC in the summer. It's got heat in the winter. Uh, I try and make it an enjoyable ride for the passengers.
2: Hey, Jeff, let me ask you a random question here. Did you know that both July and August have 31 days each? Did you know that? I, I just learned that last night. Am I am I behind the ball right now, or, or is that is everyone already knew that knew that already?
0: Well, I, I didn't know about July. I knew about August. I've got a birthday coming up in uh, next Tuesday, so I, I did know there's 31 days in August.
2: Okay. Well, happy early birthday, sir. Looking forward. are we going to get to talk to you on your birthday? Or are you taking the day off?
0: No, I'll I'll be uh, I'll be uh, heading to to Charlotte on Tuesday. So.
2: Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you checking in, Jeff. And then we'll hear back from ICATS at the eight fifteen hour as well to get an updated traffic report. Uh, Jeff, we appreciate you keeping eyes on the streets, getting everybody to work safely, and we appreciate all that ICATS does.
0: Well, thank you. Thank oh. you for getting the word out.
2: Yes, sir. Take care. Bye. All right, there you go. Rideicats.com is the website. An alternative transportation system. They do regular routes throughout Iredell County, but they also have a, a express route down to Charlotte. So if you commute to Charlotte as part of your daily route, uh, then you can utilize iCats. Three bucks. Three bucks away. That's a steal right there with this economy right now. Inflation everywhere. Everything's inflated. And so uh, you know when you can do it rideicats.com. got to remember jeff's birthday next week on tuesday bill don't let me forget don't let me forget what's next
4: I oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird it's time for the word bird, bird, of the, bird, the bird, day what's what the word
3: today's word of the day Today's word of the day is aggrandize. Aggrandize. For those of you following along, that's A-G-G-R-A-N-D-I-Z-E. And it's a verb. It's a verb. It's what you do. Aggrandize. Aggrandize. All right. Aggrandize. May I have it in a sentence, please, sir? Of course. Critics of the book argued that the author aggrandizes corrupt politicians.
2: Mm. Critics of the book so they don't like it, so that they bash, that they speak negatively of, that they are unfair to.
3: His intent was to become sole lord and to aggrandize his tiny principality,
2: to shackle in chains, no, to beat up, no, to hurt. No. To
3: aggressively indict. Incorrect. To aggrandize something is to enhance its power, wealth, position, or reputation. Aggrandize can also mean to increase or enlarge
2: or to praise highly. Aggrandize. Okay. Aggrandize. So I wasn't really close. I I thought it would be in the negative context, given the the sentences. Yeah, sorry, the sentence is kind of misleading. No, you know, it's okay. People choose violence each day. That's all right. Enhance uh, power or increase. So, to increase. Yes. To enhance its power, wealth, position, or reputation. Okay, so now the fun really begins. Because as part of the word of the day, Friday is the climactic summation of the week, where we take each of the words from the word of the day and we try our best at least i do to make a sentence non-loquacious that actually makes sense and so if we go through the words monday's word preen preen uh, to make one's appearance neat and tidy tuesday was asunder asunder which is uh, most often used as an adverb often with a verb to mean apart or into pieces. Mm. Wednesday, encomium. Encomium. Remember, I was late that day. <laughs> well, it's an expression of glowing and warmly, warmly enthusiastic praise. And I will say, it's an, it's a, it, it's an iconium for me as you, when you're here on time each oh. day. Uh, Thursday, salvo, salvo. Uh, don't have a definition on my sheet for salvo. Uh, salvo
3: can refer to a sudden occurrence of applause, laughter, etc. from many
2: people. Okay, sudden occurrence of applause. Okay. Uh, and then today, aggrandize uh, to enhance power or to increase. Yes. Okay, so. Or to praise highly. Yep. Or to praise highly. There was a salvo as I was focused on the enconium that surrounded, but it quickly began to asunder as I was preening myself in preparation to aggrandize the entire crowd. That's it. There it is. Clip it, run it through chat GPT and see if it makes sense. Let him criticize it. He's done it. He's put it together. He's put it together. Give him the gold. A for effort, right? A for effort. You know, shoot or shoot. That's my motto. Shoot or shoot. And uh, And that's what we did. That's what I did. We just put together. That is more knowledge in a week than you will get anywhere else. It doesn't matter what you read. You need the word of the day. Vocabulary. Aggrandize. (laughs) A grand, <laughs> aggrandized to enhance power the problem is my retention abilities mm. that's where you know in the moment right no issue sure flawless right after the fact mm-hmm. like well, 7 30
3: right out the door well, you got a lot going on man i mean we just realized about the whole july august thing it's a lot to take in right
2: you know what i could go for that would probably help
3: I hope you don't say daylight donuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say daylight donuts, but no I always but go for you that. know what really does help? Hold on. I didn't even I haven't even started the day yet. <sighs> Had to do a little bit longer one right there, right? You have to really set that tone. That's that black For powder effect. coffee. That, oh yeah, that's that black powder coffee right there. Grind it up, Demi grinds it over the weekend. You got that Frontier blend, and then I got uh, I don't I don't have Frontier. I've got uh, Sulawesi. Oh, Sulawesi. It's a uh, it's from uh, South Sulawesi. Uh, it looks like Indonesia. Mm. Indonesia. This bean, little bit on the darker side. Just a, just a hair past the mid-grade. I like that, though. It's, it, well, Demi likes it, like, dark. Like, Guinness-level dark. Oh, I know. And, and, and so I, I don't put as much gr- grinds in. Is it grinds or grounds? Is it grinds? Grounds? Grounds. Grinds. Grou- grounded coffee, because she, she grinds the beans, puts the grounds within the coffee maker. She says I don't do it dark enough. She likes it a little bit more stout. But see, here's my issue. She cuts it. She cuts it with creamer. I don't cut it. So to me, it's the perfect cup. It's already there and it's absolutely delicious. All right, we're gonna have Mayor Melinda Bales coming up next. She's calling in on the phone, mayor of Huntersville. She's also running for house here in uh, North Carolina. Uh, District, I don't know the numbers. 98, 86, 45. We'll find out. We'll get that clarity. Good morning, LKN. 844 Studio 4. If you want to be part of that conversation. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazeppa, 734. Bill's on the sticks. Bill, you're you're from Huntersville. Like like you, you moved to Atlanta for a short time, but prior to that, you and I we went to Hopewell High. Yes. We grew up on the streets of Huntersville. Yes, indeed. Caused a lot of trouble. Indeed. Tried not to.
3: Yeah. No, I did not cause trouble. Sorry, I was agreeing without listening. Oh, okay. Got uh, it. But no, I did not cause any trouble.
2: The perfect resident of the, the perfect town. Perfect resident. That's what Mama Dukes wants to hear every time. Yes. And so we we got to talk about Huntersville. Huntersville, a lot going on. And so we're very uh, we're very humbled. Um, we're excited. We are joined now on the phone by Mayor Melinda Bales, the mayor of Huntersville. Mayor Bales, how are we doing this morning?
5: I'm doing great. How about yourself?
2: Another day in paradise. I tell you, there's nothing like this area that we live in. Beautiful Lake Norman, all the way from Huntersville, all the way north to Statesville. Just a beautiful community to live in. Do you like Huntersville?
5: Oh, I love Huntersville. Come on now.
2: (laughs) Sorry, I had to mess with you a little bit there coming in. Come on now. (laughs) All right. Are you in Huntersville today or are you traveling the state today?
5: I am in Huntersville today. We have a lot going on. We'll have a new business opening up in Burkdale today. So there's going to be a ribbon cutting. So, all of your um, listeners out there, if they want to swing into Burke Dell at Monkeys, uh, the Lake Norman Chamber is hosting a, a ribbon cutting for them. It's there. We're excited to have them as a part of our new business com- of our business community.
2: That's exciting. So, what? So, do you know like what is what do they sell? What is? is, is you said monkey.
5: They, it's a it monkeys. It is a women's boutique.
2: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into some discrimination. There's a lot of love to the ladies in Berkeley right now in the clothing store. Are we working on getting like (laughs) polo or Lacoste or anything? Or or what's another good dude one? A hill figure, maybe something Mm -hmm. like that. What do you think?
5: Oh uh, well, that I, I think that we should be working on that. How about that?
2: <laughs> now Huntersville's How got a big. Ce- Huntersville's got a big celebration this year, 150 years. What's it been like being yeah. mayor at such a pivotal time in the the town's history?
5: You know, I was on the board when uh, we started having the conversation around the 150th, and then and in transitioning into the role of mayor. It has been very exciting uh, to be the mayor in Huntersville. I mean, you only turn 150 once, right? And so it's it's wonderful to see the community coming together. And and that was the one of the reasons that I felt so strongly that we needed to take a moment, take a year, and just really celebrate who we were, who we are, and where we're going.
2: There's a lot of accomplishments to celebrate. It seems like... Huntersville, while, while doesn't get a lot of headlines, let's say, from the Charlotte area, but on a national scale, I mean, Huntersville's been recognized by Forbes, uh, by, by many of the by CNBC, a lot of the national publications list Huntersville as one of the best areas in the country to live. Do you agree or disagree with that?
5: Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. It truly is. And I will tell you, um, I, and as we're celebrating this 150 years of of Huntersville, Huntersville's incorporation, you know, it's exciting to see the business community coming out and supporting and promoting, you know, not only their business, but, but really getting into it. You know, Primal Brewery um, is having a um, 150th uh celebration on august the 26th and they're going to be featuring a special 150th anniversary beer release on the 26th so that's just next week
1: Wow! hopefully
5: everybody will come out and enjoy that i mean that's cool right
2: it's a cool spot primal is a cool spot um i always mix up maybe help me out here 21 and 115 i always just having lived here forever i just always say statesville and old statesville can you help clarify which one is which
5: so 115 is Old Statesville, and then 21 is Statesville.
2: Okay, now I feel better about myself. So 115, Primal's just on 115. They've always got like a food truck out there. It's kind of like just open air outside, mm-hmm. great venue, great location. And that leads to the just the business community of Huntersville is so diverse. What's your favorite Ooh, part me. of Huntersville.
5: Oh, I, I don't know that I can tell you a favorite part because I actually love it all. I love the way our, you know, our our small businesses come together. We have large corporations headquartered here. Uh, we have beautiful landscapes in the rural areas of our community, from uh, Rural Hill and uh, Latta to out east in the private conservation land that's out seventy three out that corridor. Um, I mean, there truly is something for everyone. I drove through. So, there, how, how do you choose?
2: I, I, I gave Bill some homework, told him to drive through the <laughs> Huntersville Business Park because my goodness what the the amount (laughs) of activity going on there now i mean 20 years ago that was so much just wooded area there were a few businesses obviously in there but at this point the huntersville business park is getting full right now what what is it do you think Mm -hmm. that's driving all of these companies to want to come to huntersville
5: well i think we've really already touched on a lot of that with the quality of life that we have here in our community but i have to say you know Twenty minutes from an international airport, really—that's it, it, a great value add, right? Uh, you can be out in the in in the middle of the country. You can be right in the thick of it, in the center of Huntersville. And if you need to uh, to fly off to, you know, London or Munich, you've got flights. It's just—it's a great place to be.
2: Economic development, right? A major part of a town and its survival, its thriving ability. What's the future, do you think, for Huntersville as it relates to economic development?
5: Well, I think that really the future can be endless. I think that future boards are going to need to make tough decisions. I think that, you know, we are truly blessed where where we can – we have the ability to choose – and I, I think that's that's something that most folks forget, especially you know, in, in such a a wide state that we live in. We actually do have the ability to choose to a to a degree. You know, we're not necessarily interested from an economic perspective. Uh, distribution centers, just solely distribution. I don't know that that works in our community. Um, but advanced manufacturing, healthcare. We want to encourage um, the IT community to really move into um, not only Huntersville, but to our the Lake Norman region. Um, I mean, those are things that we need to be purposeful in planning and encouraging that type of growth.
2: I'm going to have to ask you the uncomfortable question now of, Transportation, because everyone is oh. like, while all this stuff is going on, it's great. But I'm in a parking lot on 73 and maybe Gilead, and and, and so what? What is Huntersville looking at to improve uh, some transportation scenarios?
5: So we have on this this November, we've got a bond package that we're putting in front of the voters, um, and uh, we have two packages, uh, one section which is a 50 million dollar bond package specific to transportation and then the other is 8 million that will go directly to parks and rec to uh, keep up the parks As, uh, as as huntersville continues to grow we need to be able to provide those resources as well but the the number one goal of our citizens we've heard them i mean when you do surveys it's it's road infrastructure and it's parks so that's the blend. And, um, you know, I will say this, I'm very hopeful that uh, the voters will also see that when they go to the ballot box, um, that we're really listening to them and we're putting our money where our mouth is and, and, and helping drive those road infrastructure um, projects. We've got Several already coming out of the ground. You'll see that when you drive down Old Statesville at Maine and the and the roundabouts we're putting in. You see that with the uh, with the Gilead and uh, Twenty One interchange and widening there at Exit Twenty Three. Um, future will be widening Twenty One up to Seventy Three, and then of course the big one, Highway Seventy Three, um That area and that interchange being addressed. And that project is supposed to start as of right now in 2026.
2: Is 23, so a lot happening. is Gilead going to be a diverging diamond? Is that what I saw in the plan? It's a diverging diamond going in on 23. Is that right?
5: Yes, that's correct. And they're building a separate bridge. So you'll see a lot of the bridge work happening. Um, now they've gotten a lot of the foundational work done. If you drive by it on 77, you can see that. Um, But yes, it will be a diverging diamond. It will be a a pretty large diverging diamond, similar to what you might see over off of um, 485. And uh, let's say, you know, Prosperity or Mallard Creek, that Mallard Creek exit, it will look like that.
2: Okay, seeing diverging diamonds pop up. Radio Fam, we're gonna take a break. Digital Fam, we're sticking with you. We're talking with Mayor Melinda Bales, the mayor of Huntersville. We're gonna get a little personal here, Digital Fam. I'm gonna ask some, I'm gonna ask some top-notch journalism personal questions. So WSICnews.com or all the social platforms. Radio Fam, we will rejoin with you momentarily. Stick around. You're listening to good morning LKN 844 studio 4 if you wanna be part of the conversation. All right, Mayor Bales. We are still on video stream for our digital fam. So tell the truth, favorite restaurant in Huntersville? Go.
5: Oh, I can't do that. Come on, There's too many. <laughs> I, 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 I can't do that. There's way too many. Truly, too many. Um,
2: do you pack a lunch I mean, are, like like go into the office like do you pack a lunch or do you frequent you know food establishments throughout the town given like your you job?
5: No, I frequent food establishments. I I believe in supporting locals, And so I I love getting out and and um chatting with folks and chatting with our restauranteurs and um, encouraging them and helping them, right, in any way I can, because we want them to be successful.
2: Mayor, being mayor isn't your first uh, gig uh, in in the uh, uh, political arena. You've worked in the town of Huntersville from a political perspective, been, been elected multiple times before. What's it been like kind of going up? And now being mayor, you we're going to talk about your state level stuff here shortly, if that's OK with you and rejoin with the radio fam. But I want to hear what what's it what's it been like going through different positions within the town?
5: I, I would tell you that it has truly been a learning experience. You know, I served for 10 years on the Huntersville Town Board um, and then now mayor. So another two on top of that. So 12 years total in local government. And I've learned a lot and I've learned that relationships matter. I think that it's very important that we don't live in silos. So I've been truly blessed to be able to work with my counterparts to the north, Mayors Washam and Knox. Um, They love their communities just as much as I love Huntersville, and it's been great to work with them. But the other piece in the role of mayor, which has been a little bit different um, than necessarily at the at the board level in the region, has been been able to connect with the mayors from the southern towns and the mayor from Charlotte, and to build relationship. Right, we all have the same issues. The scale of the issues, you know, that's that's where you know that's where maybe the differences lie. But we all have the same issues. We're growing leaks and them bounds, and we need to figure out and work together as a region on how to move things forward. And so I, I do think that was a huge thing. The other piece I would tell you is that, you know, serving on the town board and then also now as mayor, having the opportunity to serve on um, boards like the League of Municipality. I serve on that board of directors and uh Board. And we work with municipalities from across the state and talking with people, with municipality leaders around the state is also interesting. S- Mayor Bale, sorry to
2: cut you. We're rejoining we radio long- right now. Hold on for me one second. Oh, great. Good morning, OKN. 748. Justin Kazepas, Bills on the Sticks. We've got Mayor Melinda Bales The mayor of Huntersville with us, joining us on the phone. Uh, Radio fan, we've now rejoined you. Digital fan, we're still here. WSICnews.com. You can be watching the video stream, also all the social platforms. And if you want to go back and watch this content, it's available on demand for you wherever you digest your content. Mayor Bells, you were talking about the bond package, and that's coming up in November. Uh, Is there something specific that the town has planned to utilize the dollars for at this point, or is it let's get the money in the coffers and then come up with a strategy? after
5: oh no we always have stra- have a strategy behind uh, behind what we do I mean we have close to 200 million dollars of capital improvement projects in our capital improvement plan so when I say 200 million but we're only asking for 58 we wanted to make sure that we could really accomplish the goals, right and making sure that we kept Projects moving. We don't didn't want to overreach. We didn't want to ask residents to fund something that you know we didn't have a plan for. So it's like let's start at this is the fifty and fifty and eight million dollar mark. And if we can get those projects really moving and get done and spend those dollars, then we'll come back and ask. And I think that's the most responsible thing to do.
2: Something else you've been working on, you've got the mayoral task force for affordable housing that's happening in Huntersville. What's it been like? Do you think that, uh, you know, as you've gone through the meetings and gone through hearing from from professionals and citizens and different organizations and groups throughout the community, do you think it's moving the needle forward? How, what's your overall gut telling you now Now, as it, it kind of starts to wind down here in the next couple of months?
5: You know, I think this is the first step. You know, Huntersville hasn't had a need before now to really look at housing affordability because we had it, you know, post COVID coming out, that, uh, that dynamic has certainly changed. And um, I think that it's the beginning steps, right? It's educational. We'll need to be doing some educational um, pieces for our community as well, but you know, you know, housing is considered, and, and for the audience, housing is considered affordable if a family spends no more than 30% of their income to live there. And as of September in 2022, the average two-bedroom rent in our area was $1,900. And that means someone would have to earn $68,400 per year to revo- to afford an average two-bedroom unit. And so that leaves a lot of people, like our police officers, like our nurses and CNAs and dental assistants. And, you know, those people, it's pricing them out of the market to where they can't live in the communities that they serve. So we do have to figure out a way to address the problem. There's not a silver bullet, if you will. Um, But we hopefully will be making some inroads. And, And the task force and thank you for sitting on that task force. I have to tell you, you bring such value to the conversation. Um, and I appreciate the fact that you care so much. But we, I'm hopeful that the board, once they hear this information and see the short-term and long-term goals that the task force is laying out, that we'll be able to then start moving the needle in some form or fashion.
2: There's definitely not a one size fits all. And we all agree on that. It's always just the hard part of what's the starting point, right? Like how do you, how do you just put a foot forward? And one of the things we were talking about at the last meeting is that's so important is culture. And just just letting the community mm-hmm. know that you care and that you are actively, genuinely trying to figure out a plan because there's so many different scenarios to consider. I don't, and and you know this already. We've talked about it before. Um, you've been a guest on on my other show, Today's Real Talk, before, and and, and we talked about affordable housing. That term is just it, it's it's get, it's gotten so hard to to quantify what it means. And so for uh, uh, housing affordability, we're just flipping those words around I think that's more relatable right I think we can all then put ourselves in our own perspective and say yeah housing affordability that makes sense in trying to figure it out but not everyone's gonna agree and I think that's part of the the realization we all have to accept there's no way to benefit everybody all the time but to ev- for everyone to know that positive steps are being taken attempts are being made shooters shoot that's my big theme of my life and and I appreciate your willingness to at least attempt to do something to help uh, improve and, and keep everyone on the right track. So I will say thank you. Now let's switch gears. Okay, you're currently okay. mayor of Huntersville. You're running for a House of Representatives District 98, currently held seat held by Representative John Bradford. What's going on? You, you're tired of Huntersville and you're ready to go to Raleigh. What's the deal here, Mayor Bales?
5: Well, I I will say this: the 12 years that I've I've worked in local government, I really do. And, and many instances where um, where rubber really does meet the road lands at the state, and so a lot of the things like uh, transportation funding that comes through the state, and being able to move the needle in a way that that um, helps our helps District ninety eight that helps our region move people. That's just one example of why I've, I've decided to throw my name into that hat. And, and as you're aware, you know, Representative Bradford has stated he, you know, he's going to run for state treasurer. So that leaves that seat open. And uh, I believe I'm the right person to, to fill that role. I understand the needs of our region. I understand the re- needs of the district. And I really do believe that I can um, to make positive change And, you know, whether it's transportation, whether it's economic development and making sure that not only our region, but our state is viable and is successful, it it matters. The people that sit in those seats, it matters. Education is another one. As you are aware, I've served uh, for the last 10 years as the co-chair of the Lake Norman Education Collaborative. Just the educational arm of the chamber, but working with area businesses and area schools, specifically our high schools, to make sure that they have the education that they need to move into the career choices that they're going to make when they come out of high school, whether it's going on to a, you know, a, for certifications or a two-year degree or a four-year de- year degree or going into the workplace. We've got to set up systems that are impactful and they're so that when le- local leaders tell potential uh, companies who want to move into your area that you can provide them with a skilled workforce, you mean it. It's very important that we keep our word in local government. It's very important that we keep our word in state government.
2: Your role as mayor. So that's, the, oh. that's
5: the big reason
2: sorry about that your role as mayor has also included you know discussions in the budget right when you put forward particular items you would like to see as part of the budget and so the state level is no different budget is a big conversation right now right republicans are working hard to get it done we are working with democrats both sides of the aisle everybody wants to get a budget um, that that fits many as many needs as possible of, of for the citizens of north carolina what's your take then on that process and financially being a good steward with the entire budget of the state? How do do you see yourself having the skills to balance that and the requirements that that takes?
5: You know, I think that they've got a a lot of uh, financial experts sitting up in Raleigh and being able to look at the needs of our state and being able then to drill down and allocate funding as necessary while still being fiscally responsible with those dollars is critical. And uh, so, you know, I've done that at the local level. You know, at the local level, we're required to have a budget passed by state law. It has to be passed uh, by, by the, the last day in June so that our fiscal year starts July 1. Um, and for 12 years, for longer than that, every municipality passes their budget. And it's a balanced budget. You're required to have a balanced budget I'd love to see more of that at the state and more of a sense of urgency, because those budget dollars do actually impact real people. So I'd love to see a little bit more of that and tightening that that process up.
2: The Republicans right now are working toward a zero percent income tax level for North Carolina. Are you in favor of that against that? What's your take on that?
5: A zero percent income tax. I think that that. I have, I will admit, I have not taken a, a deep dive into that. I think there are pros and cons to it. But I certainly know that when you set policy, you've got to look at the ramifications, both, both positive and negative, and figure out how you mitigate as much of the negative as possible. So I will be taking a harder look into that in the future. Right now, my goal is to finish mayor very strong, make sure that Huntersville is is on a solid path when I turn over those rings in December.
2: Focused, you got to finish the mission. you got you got right. you got you got to do what you've been called to do. Renaissance fair coming up in Huntersville, right? It's in right, the, technically is that Concord line? Is that technically in Huntersville? Renaissance Fair is a big deal around yep. here, Mayor Bales..
5: Mm-hmm. It's in Huntersville. It truly is in Huntersville. You've got the Renaissance Festival on the east side. You've got the amazing maze out at Rural Hill on the west side. Um, So you've got plenty of options as we move into the fall season. And I will also tell you, I would be remiss if I didn't, that um, come uh, September the 23rd, Huntersville is going to be having a huge event. Uh, it's called Huntersville Heydays, and this is our big hundred and fiftieth celebration for the, our Sesquicentennial. It's two to eight, and there's going to be something for everyone. So I really want to make sure that. The the region comes out and supports Huntersville Hay There's going to be something, like I said, something for everyone from children's rides and inflatables to carnival games and miniature train rides and music from our local performers. All and fun stuff, real- Mayor
2: Bales. I'm sorry I got to cut you off. I appreciate you coming on the show. We got it. We got a hard break coming up. Mayor Melinda Bales of the town of Huntersville. You can uh, check out the interview anywhere on the social that we distribute content.
5: Thanks so much.
2: Good morning, LKM. Justin Kazepis. 8.06. Felt a little earlier there. Mayor Bales, thank you again for joining us on the phone earlier. We appreciate it. We had Mayor Melinda Bales of the town of Huntersville celebrating 150 years. That's impressive. It's a long time to survive. It's, it's a struggle on these streets these days. You survive 150 years, you're doing something right. So shout out to Huntersville for doing things right. We appreciate her time. Appreciate everybody's time. Appreciate your time this morning. You on your way to work? You driving down the road? You looking for some thought-provoking conversation? A little water cooler talk? Indicted! That's always a good one. What about just cutting brands off completely? like Like Bud Light. I told you the story before about Bud Light. Bill the buffer and I we hang out like we actually hang out we're friends. We grew up together here. Went out one time uh, fairly recently. It was what? May? May June-ish. It was the race weekend. Memorial Day. Is that Memorial Day? Memorial Day. We went to the race, we went to the truck race. We had a great time. Felt felt good, so we went out. We followed up with a, with a, with a, you know, an encore act. And I and I I I made the decision not really uh intentionally because I don't drink beer. But I ordered beer. And I got and I, and I was asked. I said, "What?" Well, they were saying, "Well, what beer do you want?" Again, I don't drink beer. It's not that I don't like beer; it just makes me full. Tum tum fills up real fast, makes me sleepy. I don't drink it very often. And I and I ordered a Bud Light, but I didn't order just one because we were with a group. We were the gaggle, so I had four Bud Lights <laughs> in my hand. And this was this was at the height. This was at the height of the of the get rid of Bud Light. And I thought to myself, "Hey, I'm doing a favor for this place because they got inventory in here. They're trying to, to let loose, and I thought I was doing a good thing. But it looks like look, and I got hated on. I got hated on a little bit by my fr- by my friends, in that including Bill the Buffer, and, and, and we remember the story differently. I remember it as you not accepting them, and I'm holding, I'm quadruple fisting Bud Lights uh, while shaking my tail feathers for for a night. You you seem to remember it differently. But it looks like there might be hope at the end of the at the tunnel for Bud Light." Because the the family heir, Billy Bush, is coming out saying that that he he's willing to buy the company. Is, is there hope, Bill? Um,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I this is uh this is news to me. So
2: is it is this how is this how we save the company? Is is someone else has to come along and buy it and basically reset the entire thing? Um, I yeah. Yeah, you got to reshape, reframe everything. That's the way. That's the way it needs to be done. Sometimes. Uh,
3: Indeed. Did you Did you get the audio? I do have a bit of audio. Let,
2: let's play a clip. So Billy Bush, uh, he's he, he's quoted. Uh, he, he did a clip, and, and he he has some thoughts on the scenario. Uh, let's go ahead and, and roll the audio, Bill.
4: When you are a foreign company and you rely on these woke, um, woke these woke students that are coming out of these woke colleges. To do your advertising Bunch for you, Gen you're making Zers. a big mistake. You need to go out there and understand who your core customer is. And I urge that company, InBev, if they don't want that brand any longer, sell it back to the Bush family. Sell it to me. I'll be the first in line to buy that uh, brand back from you. i
2: will we'll make light that brand great again. There you go. Make the brand great again. Similar mantra. I've heard that before. Where have I heard that before,
3: Bill. Uh, it is ringing a bell. I can't quite put a, put a name on it.
2: I don't know. It's, the, it's oddly specific to President Trump's motto. Make America great again. Okay, yeah. So that, you know, Bush family, deep, deep into the donations of the Republican Party. That's one of the things that the Republican Party is trying to rally the base around is, hey, wait a second, wait a second. They give us a lot of money. They give us a lot of money. Let's all, let's all play nice. Let's play nice. I don't know if if choosing to hate on like the next generation is necessarily the right move because i don't think one individual in a marketing department represents the entirety of 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 an entire you know uh generation i I just don't i don't believe that it's it's no different than just us as individuals i don't don't think that one person it's like when someone does something bad anywhere it's like that that one person though they work for a company or they're with an organization they don't represent the belief of everybody. I would blame the board. If I'm blaming somebody, I'm blaming the board. Somebody gave approval somewhere in this chain. They'll never admit it. They'll never admit, you know, who actually gave the final approval. Someone looked at it and said, "All right, let's give it a shot." Somebody did. Backfired real bad. Have you touched a Bud Light since, Bill? Uh, I actually have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, did I inspire you to be okay
3: with Bud Light? Is that what happened? Um, no. 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 <laughs> just uh, at a couple weddings and
2: um That's what they had. That's what they had. They had Bud Light. They had Bud Light. So now these venues are trying to dump their Bud Light on, on the on the bride and the groom saying, "Hey, this is what we got." Right. This is it. Did they at least pour it in a cup or was it out of a can or a bottle?
3: What? Um, no, you had to wear like a big sign on your uh, On your head? Yeah, on your head. It's not like a hood, right? Like, that's a little different. We don't want to do that. No, 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 no. No. It was like a rainbow hat with a little helicopter on the top. Okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. They just handed me a a glass of Bud Light. That's it.
2: I liked your method you had. So for all, all the breweries and places that have taps of Bud Light, kegs of Bud Light. Oh, the little mystery ale? Just swap that handle. Right. You know, like, is the, I don't know if there's any marketing or advertising rules that says you have to disclose what you're selling to people. It's just the mystery log. Whatever. Hey, dealer's choice. I bet people would do it. We should do the taste test. You know, pour it in two cups. Let's see. Because, like, let, let's get down to brass tacks here. Which one tastes better?
3: I'm a Lost Worlds guy now.
2: Lost Worlds Brewing came in here. You guys were popping bottles. I was picking up the kids at daycare. All of a sudden, I hear, I'm talking right when you shut that door. <laughs> just they, they popped them open. Right. I just, just kept them going. I
3: tuned into their
2: ears. I said, he's gone. <laughs> no, it, it was, we, we love the local microbreweries that are everywhere here and around the air. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there are. There's quite a few. Yep. And they're doing big things. They understand the concept of a community coming together, having more of an event gathering space for the experience. That's what businesses really need to focus on, is what's the experience they are providing to their customers. That's what. Here's the secret, uh, Boom Nasties. This is the secret for those Boom Nasties that have a business trying to figure out the millennials. We care about experience. Right. And, I, and here's the next step I'd say. I don't think that knows generational boundaries. I think everybody wants a great experience. Everyone can appreciate a good time. Everyone, whether you're Boomtang, whether you're Gen Z wokeness, it doesn't matter. Everywhere in between. Millennials included. Millennials, we were just looked at as like dumb for a while. I'm pretty neurotic. Huh? I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty uh, ignoramus. Is that a weird word? I think that's a real word. Yeah. I didn't make that up, did I? No, it's on the Cracker
3: Barrel game. Is it? Yeah, the one with the uh, golf tees. Oh, where you try to get rid
2: of the pegs? Right. Like if you fail, you're an ignoramus? Right, if you
3: have like four or more, you're just a downright egg-no-ramus. Egg-no.
2: Okay, well, that might be uh, <laughs> that might be what I would definitely be what I would be classified as. That's a nice way of putting it. And so, uh, no, but look, I don't care what brand you drink. Like What am I going to do? Stop shopping at all these places every time? You got an iPhone? You got an iPhone? You going to stop? You going to stop? You buy on Amazon? You going to stop? Let's stop being hypocrites. How about that? Let's stop being hypocrites. Let's love on people. Let's love them. I try to give love. I get worked up. This whole July-August thing's got me worked up today. Spend your money how you want to spend your money. You know what I mean? It keeps the economy going, baby. Mm -hmm. Wages and spending, that's all that matters. Jobs, that's what matters. That's what we need to focus on. Shout out all the jobs out there. Shout out all the employers looking for for employees for the jobs right now. A lot of employers looking for workers. A lot of them. Don't stop hustling, baby. Grind it. Doing more local content than anybody here. Whether it's national or local, that's what we do at WSIC. WSICnews.com. Good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4. Hey, Bill, who is uh, that community calendar, girl? Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazeppis, Bill's on the sticks. 818. You might be on your way to the office right now. It's Friday. you're feeling good, you're on your way, but you gotta get there safe. And so, uh, Jeff from iCats is on the phone. Jeff, how we doing? How are the streets looking, sir?
0: Things are looking pretty good. Uh, I am uh, headed back to Statesville. I'm in uh, North Charlotte right now. Uh, Up around uh, 485, and everything looks good. Uh, Traffic is flowing pretty smoothly for a Friday.
2: How's that HOV lane feel right now, Jeff? Feels pretty good, doesn't it?
0: Man, the HOV lane is the way to go.
2: That's it. He's cruising up the streets. So has anything been going on? Because uh, you're, you're tapped into the radio system of iCats. You guys have drivers all around the area. Anything on the secondary roads going on that you've heard over the radio? Or is everything looking pretty good this morning? Everything
0: is looking pretty good this morning.
2: We like that, Jeff. That's a good, that's a good way to start the weekend, Jeff. It is. All right. What are you doing this weekend? Anything fun?
0: I am going to uh, the northeast side of Raleigh to Nightdale to see my little granddaughter. She's two years old.
2: Congratulations. Is it her birthday or, or is she just you're just going to have some fun with her just cuz?
0: It is our first grandchild and so we're just going to be grandpa and grandma.
2: That's a good time. That's a good time. I hope you enjoy it, Jeff. Drive safe. Now are you taking the ICATS bus to Raleigh? Do you get is that a nice perk of the job or what?
0: No, no, I, I, I go back uh, to uh, Statesville to the ICAT's office now, and uh, I take and, and transport some people locally for anywhere from uh, North Iredale to uh, uh, South Iredale uh, uh, County. And uh, so I'll do that and get off at about 1230. I start at 430 in the morning.
2: Now, Jeff, at the seven, 7 o'clock hour, you told us there is a route that you guys do to the VA in Salisbury. Is that, remind me, is that an everyday thing or is that a once a week thing that you guys do that?
0: That is a once a week, uh, and that's on Tuesday. So if there's any veterans that schedule appointment for Tuesday and need a ride, we pick them up at their home take him to the VA in Salisbury and then we take them back to their home uh, that afternoon when uh, they're finished.
2: And what's that cost?
0: Um, that, that right there cost a dollar each way.
2: What a, what a deal, Jeff. What a deal. A dollar to take veterans to the VA in Salisbury, and then you bring them home. That's fantastic. Jeff, we appreciate you. Hope the streets stay good for everybody out there, and you drive safe, sir.
0: Okay. You have a great weekend, Justin.
2: You too. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. All right, there you go. Jeff from iCats, rideicats.com. Transportation, a huge conversation throughout the Lake Norman area. Ride iCats providing alternative transportation, transit routes. Uh, they do specific routes. So if you're throughout Iredell County and Jeff does the route into the city of Charlotte. So that's what he does. If you commute into Charlotte for three bucks, Three bucks away, you can hop on, ride iCats, and get a direct H O V route straight into the city. Uh, we got to have alternative options. All about options. I like the alternative. We appreciate iCats. RideiCats.com. They've got their entire shuttle schedule there for you as well, uh, and, and you can also work on scheduling a pickup. They do other inner trips. You know what I mean? Throughout Iredell County. If you got somewhere to go, somewhere to be, uh, they've they've got a, quite a few routes, and they are you know continuing to expand and grow, and we look forward to the success they have in the future. Bill, what do you think? you think we hop on the iCats one day just for fun and take it to the city? Let's go live. You should start getting a ride from iCats. Okay. Something like that. I don't know if they come that early in the morning, but... Right. You think Jeff could come to your door and then knock on the door and, and, and you know, make sure you're awake? That would be really, really great. That would be helpful, huh? That would be nice. I, that's worth it. at least a five. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a, a five that's spot. That's
3: a five spot right there. Right. Let's gotta <laughs> deal with my mood. Uh, Additional five. You don't
2: seem cranky in the morning, though. You, are you a morning person traditionally? Uh, or? Yeah,
3: yeah. I like to get up and I like to get everything done as quickly as possible, and then I like to uh... sit on the
2: couch and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who? You know who seems to be wanting to do even more? Your boy Mark Zuck. Yeah, what's he, he got going on? So he and Dana White was on an interview yesterday. Dana White was was talking uh, with someone, and, and it was it was to TMZ. Dana White, the pre- is he president of UFC? He's like president of UFC, right? UFC the he is UFC. He, he is UFC. Uh, he, he said that he's had a conversation with Zuckerberg. Let, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play that audio, Bill.
4: Is there a uh, scenario where Mark Zuckerberg? Would end up fighting a UFC fighter um, in the octagon um, under the UFC umbrella. Oh snap. Anything is possible. Uh, and, and, and I would say he is he is he is absolutely
1: interested in doing that.
2: Wow. Well, there you have it. Absolutely interested. Zuck is interested in entering the octagon. What would it, what, what do you think his weight class would be? Like he looks pretty feather, featherweight.
3: Yeah, he Status. might be like a uh, one seventy five. I don't know. I don't know though. I don't know
2: if he's built for speed though. You know, featherweight—they're fast. They're quick. I've—I've I've seen there wasn't there a video of him like doing punching like punching bag stuff. Wasn't that a thing for a minute on the internet? Um, I—I I don't recall off the top of
3: my head, but I'm sure you're
2: right. Maybe. Right. I'm sure he's doing some kicks in there. Maybe it was AI generated. There it is. That's also possible. You know, Meta is is leading the charge in AI, I think, right now and, and virtual reality. Oh the, really? The metaverse. Right. Right? That's their big push. Is he still pushing the metaverse hard? Um you I, keep up anymore? Yeah, I wouldn't be pushing that too hard anymore. No, people kind of gave up on that one for now? Yep. They did have a commercial I did see on TV, I think it was during a football game, where mm-hmm. they were explaining the concept of the metaverse and how it's really about these tools and technology and, for instance, healthcare and being right. able to collaborate in an, in a digital environment to help serve people more. That's the right messaging for the metaverse, that that originally all the Bored Ape Yacht Club and these monkey pictures, right, they they kind of missed the mark on, on what that really is. Right. It needs be. to be a tool before it can be an entire planet. It's a lot of gaming right now. So for those, sure. in, I'm getting into NFTs right now. Wow. Uh, didn't, didn't have that on my bingo card this Me morning. Me neither, but, uh, but But it is what it is. So if you've ever purchased an NFT before, it's basically a, a digital collectible that is done via a crypto wallet on your smart device. Bill, you've bought a few before. I have. We, we traded for a bit. We were in the game for, oh, yeah. for a short stint. Again, another reason, like, I didn't look at it as gambling i thought of it as like an investment potentially for the future i think there's certainly some applications i'm big on the technology side of web 3 i think that there is a lot of application that will come out it's just early and it's tough to be early into something you know if i could go back i would probably you know i'd invest in apple in the beginning now like hey if i had the opportunity or microsoft that's a good call i would have bought some stock. hindsight being what it is great call. coca-cola hey lowe's Joshua Dobie was talking about Walmart yesterday. Yeah, he was. As like one of the most recognizable brands out there. Indeed. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Wally World. Wally World. And it, they're everywhere. And it's earnings yes. season. So Joshua Dobie hosts his show Dollars and Cents every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. He, he was dropping some knowledge in the marketplace yesterday. Oh, yeah. He's got you thinking right. Yes, I, I I enjoy his show. You were you I were texting notes. me these yeah these, these these concepts and everything, and so I he's he's, he's educating. Now it's not financial advice. No, no, no. It's never financial advice. Insight. Insight. General knowledge. Do with it what you will at right. your own you know leisure. Right. And and so some of the information that he was talking about yesterday, I found it interesting. I don't follow like earnings reports. You know right. what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't follow stock. I've got friends that do some, and I, and I just listen to them. I basically just gave them access to the account and said, "Do with it what you want." Uh, and and I don't get into the whole earnings report thing. So much of stock seems like perception. Sure. Like, like if you miss the mark, is that just like you mean like you either fluffed it like you should have known what your number was going to be better than somebody else? And then the stock dips, maybe it goes up. It's just a lot to follow. Right. I still don't even know. I got to ask Joshua. I got to ask Joshua, like help me explain like indices, you know, like the NASDAQ. Right. Indexes. The yeah. Dow. Right. What's another one? S&P 500. Right. It's just a collection of companies. Yeah, help help, help explain. I'm going to ask him that question, see if if he'll address it. Because I have a very simplistic mind. Call in. As it relates to the financial side. It's like one plus one will always be two, right? Like that to me makes sense. But hey, maybe you've got some financial advice for our listeners. Free financial advice, 844-STUDIO-4. Call and give it. You know, what's hot right now? What's hot, what's not? So what's to stay away from? Buy or serve. <laughs> Joshua Adobe will not do that kind of segment. No. He He's very big on just principles and, you know, tried and true tactics to stay on a positive path forward. Right. He and I appreciate a calculated that. approach. Calculated. You have to be. That's why you don't want me touching your portfolio. Oh, me neither. Because I'm buying Zappos. You remember Zappos, the shoe company? Do they still yeah. exist. I don't even know if you could buy that anymore. I'm sure it's a good buy. I'm more on the pink sheets, the penny stocks. You know what I mean? Let's go that route. Just just play with Play-Doh money. Right on, on. Right on. They have, it's only money. It's, it's only money. Indicted. You know, that's the next thing that happens. All of a sudden we get that thrown around here. What are you, what, what are you looking forward to most this weekend, Bill, about your trip? Um, a little bit of
3: sunshine, maybe a couple of drinks that have one of those umbrellas inside of them. Um, relaxing, hanging out with some quality people. Um, just a nice way to kind of wrap up what has been a fantastic summer, got to be honest. Yeah. So you're considering this then the end of
2: summer. That's what you're considering this as? Uh, yes. Uh, getting close. And do you correlate that because of the school year, because of a change in temperature potentially? What? Um, No, just, uh, just the overall vibe. The vibe. The vibe. Isn't technically Memorial Day the end of summer? Correct, correct. Or is it so, Memorial or Labor? Uh, no, it's Labor. Uh, labor. Labor yeah, Day, labor. sorry. I Again, I'm terrible. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bad at dates. All good. Okay. I'm really bad about m- remembering dates most of the time. Like, I can't remember certain Like, here's something personal, so I'll, I'll just be per Like, I- I'm never really good about remembering, like, the day my dad died. Like, I don't know. I don't want to get weird on it. But it's, like, the date. You know what I mean? That- that's sure. just an example. Sure. Where, like, there's, like, a song. Oh, today's the day. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't remember. I'm grateful for that. But at the same time, I'm grateful also for the people in my life that remember all the dates to help remind me. Yes. Like, I I wonder, is Demi going to get mad at me one day when I can't remember the date of our anniversary? Right. Like, is that going to happen? You're not going to forget that. I probably won't. You won't. I might. You won't. I probably won't. I'll try not to. You won't. I got pictures
3: of your, uh, when you guys renewed your vows, was it a couple years ago? Last year? Where at? You're at some beach.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you, was on FaceTime. You were on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. I called you on FaceTime. There you go. You're listening to Good Morning LKN 844 Studio 4. What's up on your weekend? We might hear from Joe Berg next. I'll find out. All right. right. We'll, we'll, I'll text him. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazeppus, 835. Joe Berg is scouring the earth right now in Long Island. He's having a good time with the fam. Texted him, see if he'd call in. We'll see if he calls in and gives us a sports update. i got to get my sports update for the weekend because I need to know what I'm going to miss. Because I just, I, just don't, I don't find myself – I'll turn on golf on the weekends. I will turn golf on on the weekends if the kids are playing in the living room and I put something on in the background. I like golf because you can kind of just like put your eyes to it, you know, throughout the afternoons and just like let it rock in the background. I'm okay with that. I'm not mad at that. And that's one of my things for sports. What sport are you looking forward to this weekend, Bill? Ooh, I'm looking forward to
3: uh, doing some
2: beach. Some so, <laughs> I got
3: I got nothing nothing uh, on tap. The less TV I watch this weekend means probably the better weekend I had.
2: Do you bring like a boombox with you guys to the beach, like for music or anything?
3: Yeah, I think somebody will have a little speaker speaker action going. A little Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys big on Pandora? Um, no. No, usually like either Apple Music or Spotify. I, I will dabble in Pandora, no problem.
2: You got you to gotta listen to on Saturday, Responsibly Armed Citizen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That airs at 1 o'clock. Yes. Frank Horvath, Tim Kelly My guys. Uh, uh, of Apache Solutions out of Yadkinville teaching us to be responsibly armed citizens, teaching us about uh, firearm safety, general safety. Everything going on in the world is crazy. And it's not like you got to be carrying around cannons with you. That's not what they're talking about. They're just talking about awareness. No, they are very practical and calculated as well. Absolutely. Someone you want to be in the room with. Someone you want to gain knowledge from. And so we appreciate them doing a show. And so Saturday at 1 o'clock, responsibly armed citizen. Check them out. I think Frank and Tim gave away something, too. Last they do like giveaways. Okay. They do like giveaways. Don't make me call in. So I'm just saying, you want to listen to Responsibly Armed Citizen on Saturdays. They give stuff away. Uh, uh, So, Yeah. So on top we'll, we'll of see that. So Joe Berg is texting me now. He must have woken up, uh, and so he will call in at 8:45. He says, and he will give us a sports update for the weekend. So we'll that save good. we'll save the sports jabber a- until 8:45. Did you see uh, William Barr, uh, the former uh, Attorney General? Was he the Attorney General or Department of Justice? He was somebody, right? He's somebody in the government. He uh, he had an interview on Cavuto uh, on Fox Business, and and he was talking about uh well let's go let's just play the let, let, let's let him give his piece let's let him give his piece
1: he'd be he, the republican nominee, regardless right well if he and, wins and the nomination would, yes would bill bart support him well i've already said i would jump off that bridge when i get to it but he he would be the republican standard bearer that's right but I, as i have said now the way you feel now would you well, I have to, well, you know, I'd have to wait and see all the evidence that comes out uh, about his conduct and so forth. Right now, most of it is allegations. But, um, you know, I'd have, to, I'd have to wait and see what the situation is. I've already explained that if I thought that one of two people is going to end up as the president, then I wouldn't throw my vote away. I would try to make a decision who would do the least damage to the country. What? But if there were other options, I would also consider Would them. you just not vote? Who's President less bad? No, well, I think what? I, <laughs> no. If one of two people is going to do it, I would have to make that bitter choice. But this and, is and a, a terrible decision. Options. But it's conceivable Bill Barr could vote for Donald Trump. Well, I'm not. As I said, i jump off that bridge when I get to it.
2: Let me jump off the bridge. Let me jump off a bridge. The nominees are so terrible. I'm. I would rather jump off a bridge, but I got to vote. Yeah, that's a tough soundbite. Who? Who's less bad? That's, that's what the former attorney general said in an interview yesterday. I'm going to vote for who's less
3: bad. Who is going to do the least amount of damage to the country? Who's not as terrible?
2: That's the standard now for running for president of the United States. That's the rhetoric coming out of the national media right now. Who's less terrible? You
3: know it's a terrible thing to hear but unfortunately it is it does seem like that's our reality.
2: It's 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 like, "Oh my gosh, these nobody good is coming forward to run and whoever's the nominee, I'm going to vote for the one who's not as bad." Do you want the guy falling asleep or do you want the guy that runs his mouth? Which one you want? Your choice. What's better, Bill? You, would you rather vote for the person falling asleep in a chair with world leaders on national television? Hey, or, or do I, you...
3: I, will, I will jump off that bridge when it, it comes. It's going to be huge.
2: <laughs> it's going to be huge. Look, OK, I, I'm not I'm not I don't endorse particular candidates unless I want to. But as of right now, it's really hard to see a path where President Trump doesn't become the Republican nominee. Really hard to see. The base is so rallied right now. The base is so rallied. All these indictments. I mean, they're just throwing everything at him. So when it comes to a primary, but is there a strategy to that? Do the Democrats want Trump to be the nominee for the Republican Party? Do they want President Trump to be that front runner intentionally? Because do they truly believe that that many people will come out and just vote against him, no matter who they put forward? Like, then what does it matter? If they truly believe that, then what does it matter who's the Democratic nominee? What does it matter? What's the difference? All they got to think about then is, okay, what's the execution strategy once they're in office? That's the only thing they're focusing on now at this point. Look, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy most of the time. A lot of times I am. Right now I won't be. Maybe for a second. But can you do you think do you think that President Biden actually becomes the nominee? He's announced he's running, right? He's announced he's running. I, I it's just hard to see. It's brutal to watch. It's brutal to watch. I wonder like what is he doing most days? That's the only question I've got and I'm just I'm I'm a registered unaffiliated. I do not I'm sorry. I do not put stock into just a singular party. I just don't. I think both sides have agendas. So like, look, I tend to lean conservative in my my thought process, mostly fiscally conservative. I don't like a bunch of entitlement programs because I think there are people that have actual needs and we need to focus on the people that have actual needs. I'm a big proponent of that. Taking care of the people who need it, 100%. Absolutely, you won't hear me shy away from that. But it's gotten a little out of control. And so for the former attorney general to have this type of statement on national television, what are we doing? Who was on the phone, Bill? Was it Hope? Oh, yeah, that was Hope. How's she doing this morning?
3: What? I need a little bit of hope in my life. Yeah, she's doing really well. Um, she said she was just calling to uh, tell us that, you know, reminds her of, like, California in the 90s. Yeah. And, um, you know, just picking the lesser of the two evils.
2: You know, Gavin Newsom is supposedly potentially going to make a run at president. Yes, that's what I hear as well. That's, that's a potential. You know, he's related to Nancy Pelosi. I think, isn't Nancy Pelosi his mom? I'm pretty sure Nancy Pelosi is like his mom. I do not know that. I should know that. Right. This is where me as a millennial where I'm so disconnected. Right. You know, it's because like, I got to go to work. That's what I'm focusing on right now. Oh, Nancy. <laughs> uh, yeah. She so. had some great stock tips. She, <laughs> she did. And she made a lot of money on those stock tips too. It's just great calls, isn't it? Awesome how like political uh, politicians can can trade stocks and all that stuff when they're inside on these meetings. I, yeah, I don't think they're supposed to. But like, how, man, is awesome how is it not insider she trading? How is it not insider trading? She had
3: some great foresight, Justin.
2: They, and there's a there's actually a, a she X, drew her lines. There's an X account. I hear I don't even like it. There's a Twitter account that uh, literally just follows her portfolio. Correct. And just, just you want to follow the market. There's your insider trading right there. You can right. know the moves to make. Right, right. I wonder if it's in actual real time, or is it like? Does she have to report it? I think
3: she files it a little bit after you, she's already done. The of action. course. So conveniently you enough.
2: You know, if you if you mirror the move, you, you're the top. You're the top signal at that Correct. point. The the bottom's already fallen out. Right. And you're losing. Yeah. That's most of the time my move. I don't invest into stocks very often. I do more of like, um, you know, group funds. Being on the real estate side of the portfolio, where you get you know returns based on you know capitalization of, of rents and things like that. Blah blah blah. I won't go to that, I'll let Joshua do <laughs> What's not boring is good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4. We've got Joe Berg coming up on the other side of this break. Love hearing from that community calendar girl, dude. I'm trying to, what's up, man? What do you think? You think she'd give me a shot? Who,
3: Mike Jackson? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's Friday. Hope you're having a good day. Drive safe into work. We're getting close to 9 o'clock. You rock that 9 to 5, baby. We're having a good time here. 844 Studio 4. Shout out to our digital fan watching the video stream. We love you, my kids. We'll be right back. Good morning, OKN. 848, Justin Kazepis, Bills on the Sticks. I love my black powder coffee in the morning because it gets me going. I don't know if I really need coffee. I just like coffee. Is that, you know, the energy is still going to be here. It's better than some alternatives that are out there. An alternative source for me of stress relief is Joe Berg because he knows what's going on in the sports world. He's a big, uh, big hockey fan. Big hockey fan. Joe, are you playing hockey while you're in New
4: York right now or what? No, I wish, but uh unfortunately there just won't be any time for that.
2: Well, what 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 is on your schedule while you're
4: there in New York? We're going to eat a lot of good food.
2: Are you like authentic Italian? That's... Like is your family authentic Italian?
4: So my grandmother on both sides of my family were the first ones born in the US, so I'm technically third generation American. Oh, with you... everybody else coming from Italy.
2: You mean, you mean like, like, like of your family born in the U.S., they weren't the first babies born in the U.S. Right. Okay. All right. Well, no, that's cool. So there you go. So, so what's your favorite Italian dish?
4: Mm, um, Got to go with the baked ziti.
2: Ooh, baked ziti, a little solid. Do you What kind of bread do you guys do Italian bread?
4: Oh, absolutely.
2: There you go. You, do, do they make their own sauce?
4: Yeah, I make a banging
2: sauce. You do? I do. Okay. Well, what's up in the world of sports? Let's get off food for a second. <laughs> you got some skill. You got plenty of skills, Joe. Nobody's doubting your skills and your abilities. I mean, baseball doesn't take much skill, but beyond that, it's pretty good.
0: Uh.
4: Man, you you just disrespect baseball every time I come in.
2: I just do it for you, Joe. I do it for you. So what's going on? What's going on in the world of sports this weekend? We got some racing happening. We got plenty of stuff happening. What's going on?
4: Yeah, so you got NASCAR this weekend. You got the Panthers tonight uh, taking over the scoreboard, just just kicking me to the side like um, nothing. Uh, You got, let's see, golf this weekend, PGA Tour. A lot going on.
2: So what, what, who's your take then on NASCAR? Who you got?
4: I'm going to do it again. I know. I keep doing it every single week. I tell you, Chase Elliott's going to win, and he never wins. But this week, he's actually going to win.
2: You think he's actually going to pull it out?
4: Yeah. I mean, if you look at how good he's performed at Watkins Glen over the past few years, he is the class of the field. And last year, he got unlucky. The year before that, he got unlucky. This year, he's going to put it together and punch his way to the playoffs.
2: Do you think Denny Hamlin puts anybody in the wall?
4: <sighs> eh, it's a little bit harder at, at Watkins Glen because there's not as many places to put someone in the wall. But uh, if anybody was going to do that, it would be Denny Hamlin.
2: What if he just like kind of parked on the side? and then just waited for the car he wants to put in the wall to come, and then he just goes for the wall. Is that, would, that, would that bring went, entertainment back to NASCAR, you think? Just r- 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 you know, more like, what is that, like a mantra truck rally? Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, that would be entertaining, but he might get a pretty hefty suspension to that. Earlier in
2: the week, Joe, we didn't talk about the Panthers. I was a little hurt. You know, it, 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 The mantra now that, that we're taking here for Good Morning LKN for the season, it's early. That, that's the mantra we're taking for the season. Yeah. H- how are the Panthers looking through the week? They've been practicing, obviously, making moves. How are they looking?
4: Well, hopefully um, we get to see a little bit more of Bryce Young today. Uh, he did not play all that much in the first preseason game. So it was kind of hard to, to really evaluate how well he was. But uh, with it being the second preseason game coming up tonight, I think he's going to get more time tonight, and then next week they'll give him um, a little bit less time. That way, he doesn't get hurt right before the season.
2: You did a special yesterday on the Carolina Panthers. What was kind of your take on, on on things that have been going on? Um, anything issues with the decisions that have been made? Right, because Frank Wright made made a lot of big decisions uh, as it came to as they were preparing for this season. How are you feeling about those decisions that were made?
4: Right. I feel pretty good about it. I mean, I don't think the Panthers are going to be like a surprise 10-11 win team. Um, I have them going 8-9, and nine, so one game better than they were last year, uh, which is respectable, especially if you have a rookie quarterback who you're kind of hoping is going to be able to withhold all of the hits that he's going to take throughout the year. Because you got to remember Bryce Young – He's small, and a 17-game schedule with 300-pound linemen falling on him. We just kind of got to hope he stays healthy.
2: What's respectable about under 500? Can you, can you explain? That? I'm, I'm lost. You lost me on that. What's respectable about under 500?
4: Well, in the, in the NFC South this year, there's really no runaway team. Uh, eight and nine very well could win the division. So, and if you win the division, you go to the playoffs.
2: So we're taking the Bill Barr approach right now. They're the lesser of two evils, so they're going to make it. Is that what we're going with?
4: Well, we're, we're trying to replicate what the Seahawks did back when they went, um, I think they were like 7-8 and eight or something and made the playoffs, and they beat the Saints. That was when Marshawn Lynch had his beast mode run. We're hoping the Panthers do something like that.
2: Okay. What about Cincinnati Reds? Have they turned it around since you started bandwagoning them?
4: No, I don't. I don't. I feel really bad. I feel like I might have to announce that we're no longer bandwagoning them uh, because we need them to get back on track. They did win last night, which was nice, uh, but they're still two games out of the division lead and uh, still sitting out of the wild card.
2: What else is going on in the world of sports that you want to talk about? I'll give you the time now, Joe. I won't poke you anymore. I'm sorry. I don't want to disrespect you in front of your family <laughs> like that. I don't want to do that.
1: No,
4: there's nobody being disrespected. Um, I'm just excited to see the, the NASCAR race this weekend. Um, last week was surprising to me because Indy Road Course is usually a pretty boring race. Um, that is unless the curving comes up and wrecks half, the field, half of the field but uh, I think Watkins Glen has the ability to really surprise some people. This new car that they have performs really well on the road course, and it's been entertaining even when they're, you know, running 80 consecutive laps on the green like they did last weekend. uh, The road course racing, it's been – it's been way better than it used to be. That's for sure.
2: I sent some suggestions. I Googled optometrist and sent them to Denny Hamlin. I don't know if he got them or not, but I did send it to him to try to help him out. Maybe he'll win a championship sometime in his life. Joe, uh, one last question. Bill wanted me to ask you, where you get your chick parm from there?
4: What do I get? My chicken parm? Yeah. Uh, homemade?
2: That's it? That's the way to do
3: it. That's, okay. That's it. I Are, mean,
4: why Why would I go out? when That was the
2: correct
3: answer, Joe.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, Joe Burke, coming to you live from from Long Island. Joe, we appreciate you being with us this morning. Uh, Travel safe, Joe. We need you back here because I'm running the board today for Dr. Fred at 4 o'clock. And uh, he's in for a treat. Joey, bag of bagels. There it is. Joe, we appreciate you, sir. Hope you have a great time with the family. Give them some love from us. Uh, We appreciate you.
4: Appreciate
2: it. All right, there you go. Joe Berg. Joe Berg, sports director for WSIC. All the insight, all the knowledge, and he's got it. And I poke at him about baseball. I poke at you about baseball, though, too, Bill. Indeed you do, but I got something for you. You, okay. Like right now or like at, at nope. an opportune moment? Nope.
3: You'll know it. When it happens, you will know.
2: Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, we got a great lineup People today. People are scheming on you, bro. Uh, <laughs> we got a great lineup today. Pat Shannon, the person you can never scheme on, mm. home ad show, the national treasure himself. I believe he is in the building. He is prepped and ready to go for the home ad show. It airs every Monday through Friday. Let's go, Pat. 9 to 11. If you got to buy something, sell something, trade something, you found something, you got an event, you got a birthday, you got an anniversary. You want to call in with the birthday or an anniversary especially because what what Pat does is he writes your name down on this list and he assigns you a random number. And then he's got this ginormous wheel that he spins and gives away prizes every day. Daylight donuts. Yum. Boxcar grill. Delicious. Lake Mountain Coffee. Tasty. You're getting it every single day. You have a chance to win something every single day. He's bringing you that great entertaining show from Studio A in Statesville. And then uh, we go to uh, Senator Sawyer. Yep, she'll be in studio. In studio today, Studio C here in Cornelius. If you've got a question for Senator Sore, engage with us. She loves taking the call. She loves hearing from her constituents, hearing from the people of the community, what's going on. You can always call in and talk with her. And then for our addicts, we do have Todd Starnes, noon to three every single day. Three o'clock, The L Show. Dr. Nicole Eastman coming in strong, leaning into... Taboo conversations. Are we still on skincare? We're still on skincare. We are loving the skin that we are in, part three. Moisturizing, lathering, slathering, everything that is required. Starts from the inside out. That's it. And then Dr. Fred. Health talk with Dr. Fred, who uh, owns Lowry Drug in Statesville. I'm gonna be in Statesville running the board. Usually it's Joe Berg. I'm gonna be there running the board today for Joe and sitting with Dr. Fred. And uh, it's going to be a good time. And then after that, uh, Brian Summers is out of town. He was out of town yesterday. He's got a a, a special uh, guest host today. I'll be running the board for that show as well. So wow, you're a busy man today. A lot of technical work today. I picked a good day to go out of town. Well, <laughs> I told uh, I told Demi. I said uh, just put my plate to the side. I'll microwave it when I get home. You know, mm. it's that it's that kind of night. She's but it is Friday. Yep. It is Friday. It is Friday. Shout out to all the parents holding down the home fort while the other parent is out grinding. But that's the thing, is Demi's out grinding too. She's a kindergarten teacher. She's on day three with all the students, and uh, so she's tired when she gets home too. So. built differently. Got, got a great family support system. You gotta have that love love on your family this weekend, people. Gra- grab them by the neck. Just grab them by the neck. Say, I love you. Give them a little smoochles, right? Keep it appropriate. Don't be island-boying this thing up or anything like that. You gotta keep it right. And then when you when you really know you've made it, you just look at him and you just say It died it!